And we're back again with uh, uh, another podcast. Uh, still no name. Uh, if anybody has an idea, please drop us a line. Uh, we're here with uh, Psykis. What's up? From North America, Toronto. And uh, Luke is joining us for the first time. Hello. Yeah, welcome, Luke. Hi. Welcome, Luke. Thank you. You're from uh, uh, Brisbane, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, just a little okay. bit north of Brisbane, about three hours. It must be very early for you, man. Yeah. Um, it's in the future, uh, man. Yeah, in the future, yeah. Um, so we're doing um, the Dead Mouse new album preview today. Um, I, th- I thought it's timely because uh, it's coming out on the 2nd of December, which is, what, two weeks? Um, well, yeah, two weeks away. Yeah. Um, it's coming on his own uh, label, Mousetrap. And uh, it's his eighth album, if I'm correct. I must say I'm not familiar with all of them, but uh, I gather that Luke is. So, Luke, do you want to tell us how this, his sound evolves over some time? Yeah, sure. So, uh, I guess a couple of years ago, like 2014, um, that's when I first started getting into Dead Mouse um, around Lucky Ghost and stuff with Rob Swire because I was just a huge Pendulum fan. Um, Ghost and stuff, Raise Your Weapon, and I remember were like my three like childhood songs from what I can remember. Um, from what he's evolved, it's very different. So like yeah, the 14 stuff was more lyric heavy, I'd say, whereas this album is very, I'd almost say repetitive from what I had to listen to this morning. Um, it just seems to be the same kind of track behind it and maybe a little bit of difference, I, I guess. Um, Psykis, what's your overall view of this album? Um, for me, I, I personally like it because I like the thread that I think he's going for, and he talked about it on the BBC, is that he used um, this tool called the like the synthesizer Prophet 5. And if you look on Wikipedia, one of the, the, one of the people that have used it before is um, this director called John Carpenter. And John Carpenter's directed all these types of films where like uh, Halloween and uh, uh, Little Trouble in Big China um, which are very 80s cult classic films where they use that type of synth, um, type of piano synthesizer sound. So I, I enjoy that, and it kind of hits me in a nostalgic kind of feeling because I like those types of movies, and I like John Carpenter in terms of his uh, musical uh, music in those types of movies. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not sure, you know, is this a horror soundtrack or, or uh, well, it's, it may sound like that in, uh, in a few tracks. Um, it's true. He he uh, he did buy the Prophet uh, Ten. I thought it was synthesizer. Oh, yeah. Um, if you if you see his studio, I don't know if you guys watch any of his Twitch uh, yeah, videos. I, yeah, I see it occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. He he has transformed it in a huge room with modular analog synthesizers, and I think this this shows in this album uh, because a lot of it is analog, or I think it's analog anyway. But he makes a good uh, impersonation of. Uh, analog um, synthesizers um, so the album has 11 tracks um, as far as we know I mean somebody has just he, well the, the the playlist uh, lit from one of his tweets or he just um, he tweeted it anyway um, and people picked uh, picked up on it um, the first um, 
the first track is called 2448, which I just thought it was um, a, a kind of a trance um, tune, a bit melancholic, a bit sad. Um, nothing that stood out, but um, it was okay to start with, to open an album. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, just cut in and let me know your sure. opinion. Um, the second one um, is called Four Wear, and I think um, Pete Tong has uh, premiered it as an essential new tune once of his weeks. Um, um, it's it's good. It sounds like 1992 Trancy with lots of arpeggios and lush strings. Uh, Luke, do you want? Uh, do you have any opinion on that? Yeah, yeah. So Four Wear was probably one of my favourite tracks of the. Of the whole album so four wear and cat thruster i found cat thruster to be really cool the only i guess the only downside it's very from what i said before it's very different to what i'm used to in in the dead mouse scene so mm-hmm. i i just noticed like it from from what i said before again with this old stuff it was very melodical with a lot like with a bit of lyrics behind it whereas like you said before it almost it sounds like it's for a, a horror movie or I don't know. It's it's something that I put. It's in something from a different ground. era, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're exactly right. Yeah. I agree. Look. Yeah. Yeah, I think that song is probably my favorite on the album too. Uh, Forwear or Forwear. Um, I think there's parts of that because I thought originally thought that when I heard that he was going to release this album was that um, th- there's a song that he released in the summer called Saved, and I thought that song was going to be on the album too. And that uh, song I probably is one of my top ten songs of the year um, because it's very nostalgic i don't know this album is very nostalgic for me because he, that synthesizer that he puts throughout mm. all uh, all the songs mm. um number three is called um uh, cat thruster uh, again has been released uh, well not released but some people saw it uh, when he was doing a live stream um it was not very inspiring for me very repetitive in his melody uh, number four is called Glish, and to me it sounded like an NES uh, soundtrack type of a song yes. with a lot of glitch yes. effects. Did yeah, he uses, like that? Yeah. yeah, he uses a lot of 8-bit keynotes there, yeah. Yes. Uh, Look, anything? Uh, no, not really. Just from, from what you said, it, it does sound very... Yeah, I guess reiterating, it's very old school. Mm, mm. Um, Number five is called Imaginary Friends. Now, I've, I've listened to this live before, and I think it's one of my favorites in the album. Um, it has a dramatic build-up, uh, and um, it has some cuts, some breaks, where it adds suspense to the to the song. Um, so, to me, that's my favorite. It's also dancey as well, so um, I don't know if you guys have any opinion on that. No, I agree, yeah. Um, yeah. the, se- the next one is um, the single. It's called Let Go, uh, featuring Grabbits. Um, are you familiar with Grabbits, anybody? Uh, no. No? No. Uh, what, what did you think of the single? I mean, it's all over the place now, so... Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, I mean, it's just another thread in terms of um, the music that he's trying to go for in the album. Mm. Um. Uh, I found the music was quite good so the backgrounds the build up and everything but but the uh, the lyrics the vocals they were boring they were a bit repetitive they didn't they didn't lead anywhere yeah i think um, he just had to throw in a vocal track for this album mm, that's what it felt like mm, to me yeah mm-hmm. um seventh is deus ex machina 
I thought it was a good solid track. He had a heavy, steady rhythm. Um, to me, acted as a filler, and perhaps this could go together with uh, Imaginary Friends. Sound, sounded very similar, but wasn't as good, um, as nicely built as uh, Imaginary Friends. Um, next one was, it's called No Problems. Um, uh, he kind of uh, goes into a solo mode with an analog synthesizer there. Um, it has a background of a breakbeat, so it's quite a slow track. And then as we move towards the last three, he kind of slows down. Uh, number nine is called Snow Cone. Uh, Psychis, do you want to comment uh, that? That's probably my least favorite on the whole track. I don't know, it's, it feels a little bit out of place. Uh, I know you released this track probably in midsummers, and um, like it's slow. It feels more of a hip-hop kind of feel to me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it's not my taste, is what I'm saying. So that's why it's put on mm. the uh, bottom end of the spectrum in terms of. Uh, Luke, anything to say on that? Um, from what, like, if I, this is probably going to hurt some people's ears, but if I compare Dead Mouse to what Daft Punk have done, I don't know if you guys have heard the um, the new track that he's done with The Weekend called oh, yes. I Feel It Coming. Yeah, yes. Um, yeah, killer track. That's that's kind of what this whole album's starting to remind me of like like we said before there's a lot of old school but then his new sorry his like later tracks are very like you said hip-hoppy almost mm-hmm. so i don't know whether he's trying to like source out different kind of ways to do or um but also that oh, sorry different i'm oh, sorry go ahead no no you go oh no i was just gonna say the uh, that uh weekend song they had a make up for that other uh, Starboy song because that was for me that was almost unlistenable that Dad Punk and Weekend yeah. song yeah yeah it's just cringeworthy yeah it was not good yeah no um just to add a very interesting thing um number nine and number eleven is actually Dead Mouse's favorite songs Oh, wow. <laughs> believe it or not, from oh, wow. from his tweets, I'm gonna mention some of the tweets. Um, it, it has an ambient vibe. It's like an ambient song, yeah. really. Number ten, I'm. It's like a minute long. It's not really a track, or maybe the version I have is a minute long and it's like a filler. Yeah. And uh, number eleven, the last one is again his favorite one. It's kind of an atmospheric trip hop. I would say, which is very reminiscent to me, like um, Massive Attack or DJ Shadow kind of. Uh, uh, 1994, 1995 vibe. I don't know if you guys have any comments on that. Well, I think this album is one good thing that comes from this album for me is that I could just download this album and then I kind of like play it in the background kind of thing and enjoy it that mm-hmm. way, not yeah. like be on the bus and or going to a gym and listening to the song. I'd rather have this like playing in the middle of my house and just listening it through that way as ambient music. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, oh, it's... Go on, Luke. Sorry, it's it's you mentioned that um, about listening to it at gym because when you guys sent me the track like the the playlist this morning, it's what I was doing. I was at gym listening to it. Oh, okay. um, and yeah, like you said, it's it's definitely not workout music. It's yeah. more of something like you said that you want to put in your in the background, like if you got people over or something. I mean, yeah. it'd be fine for that. But yeah, trying to I don't know get get a bit pumped up or <laughs> try and. Yeah, I don't know. Get a bit soft. It's just not something that's going to do it for you. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Um, I don't know how you can work it out with a live set. I mean, there's a few tracks like number one, two, and five, which are dancey, and maybe seven. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, um, he kind of slowed down the pace a bit. He's going to be ambient, a bit hip hop, a bit soundtracky. 
with his new synthesizers and everything. And I don't know how the public will receive it. I mean, it's Dead Mouse. He's a superstar. There's I no doubt say, about they, that. They're going to love it. They're going to eat it up, you know? I, I don't yeah, I have uh, any doubt that uh, this album will do well. <clears throat> my my personal feeling is that this is kind of a transition album. He wants to go somewhere, but he wants to release something, or he sh- he must um, release something, you know, to be in the um, you know to be in the news and everything. And uh, as he says in his tweets, he says, um, "I don't even like it." He says, uh, um, "I felt it was uh, rushed up together." And I have to do it because I got fucking mad pills. Yeah, that's what yeah. he said. So there you go. <laughs> well, uh, you look, any closing? Yeah, any no, closing say, comments? Do you, guys, me, guys? Do, do you guys think that this is leading up to a Cube 2.0 tour? Uh, I can't comment on that. Neither <laughs> <laughs> can I. Yeah, no, I think to be for for me, I think he, he is because he introduced that cube back into play when he went to Bell this year in Toronto. I don't know if you guys saw that mm-hmm. Ghost and Stuff uh, remake that he did at that. It was amazing. So that's why a lot of people think that uh, Q is he's coming out with a new tour of Cube 2.0. So that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. If yeah. He does. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. On, on that. Yeah. So just on that on that tweet, the thing that really ticked my um, my ears when I heard that was going into a, a bit of a different genre. I don't know if you guys have heard of Jaws. Is it really? Like, yes. Yeah. So even like on Facebook the other day, um, he had a track that he was meant to be releasing um, on Saturday, I believe it was. Um, but he just comes straight out, straight out on Facebook and was like, look, it's not going to happen. I've had to push it back, yada, yada, yada. I just don't understand how an artist can like do what Dead Mouse said, slap an album together, release it, and then come out and be like, yeah, no, nah, it's not the greatest. He's like, Dead Mouse still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Dead Mouse we're dealing that's with. That's what he does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just look at the album title, you know? It's it's Dead Mouse. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's uh, the, the location of his hard drive. That's what it is. Yeah. It's one of his uh, hard drives anyway. Oh, it is too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 the title. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, I think that's it for for this uh, week, and we're gonna come back again. Um, so thanks, guys, for being uh, here with us, and uh, like, su- um, subscribe, share the videos. Luke, uh, any closing comments? Uh, no, not really. Okay, thanks, thanks for being here, Luke. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Cheers. Worries. Bye. Bye.